The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. We are just 41 days away from Operation Make America Great Again. Now, there's one thing that does not have to be made great again, and that is the alpha male lifestyle. Because the alpha male lifestyle is already beyond great. It is beyond superb. It is beyond fantastic. It is exceptional, especially when we talk about great cigars and fine libations and magnificent delicacies, especially fine quality dead carcasses and animals on the grill. The alpha male lifestyle, good life, is exceptional. And we will spend the next two hours delving into alpha male pleasure maneuvers. We have a little bit of everything to get to today, much to get to. There is some good news. There is some not so good news. But overall, I would say Operation Make America great 41 days away. That's better than the alternative. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. And I did have to take a chuckle two days ago when Hillary Clinton, felon Hillary, appeared at Senator Harry Reid's portrait unveiling. I'll tell you what, I'd like to unveil a portrait of him with my two middle fingers right up you-know-where for Harry Reid. But I got a kick when she said, we have a problem with fake news. Fake news is a epidemic in this country. It is a serious problem. It's dangerous. And then I started thinking about it. And I said, wait a minute, fake news. Is she referring to the Benghazi story that she concocted? All the other stories that they fabricated along the way about her email? So I had to get a chuckle. Again, they still, it's a month later, and they still cannot accept the fact that the American people have spoken. And we will speak, and this general will speak today because I have much to get to. First of all, if you did not, this past Wednesday, the 75th anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor by the Imperial Japanese, if you have not had a chance to listen to the special podcast, the special segment that I recorded on Wednesday, please do so after the conclusion of today's Cigar Dave show. Runs about uh, eight minutes or so, but I believe that you will find it not only to be informative, but I believe you will find it to be a proper tribute to those that were killed on that fateful day, December 7th, 1941, a day that shall live in infamy. And speaking of that date, this past Wednesday, 
at a ceremony in Hawaii at Pearl Harbor to mark the 75th anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor. The Admiral in charge of the Pacific Command, Pacific Command Commander Admiral Harry B. Harris. Not making that name up. Harry B. Harris. He spoke to a large crowd, a large contingency, many veterans. There's still some survivors there. I think there were one or two survivors, maybe a few more that were there. There's one, I think, who's now 102 who was there in attendance. And he was very profound in what he had to say, and he referred to San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick, specifically how Kaepernick has been taking a knee when the flag and the colors have been presented and the national anthem played, because he's got a problem with uh, apparently how how the uh, he's he's got an issue what the flag supposedly represents. And my feeling, as I have stated this many times, if he's got a problem, stay in the damn locker room and come out after the national anthem has been played. And by the way, please, he, he says there's a problem with. The slave mentality and the and the plantation culture and uh, and that certain lives don't matter in this country that that black lives have a different value than white lives which is a load of nonsense. All I can say is, please put me on the plantation if I can get paid twenty five million dollars to sit on the sideline and not have to play like he didn't last year. Now, he has played a few games this year, rather poorly, I might add. So his career is done. But by the time the end of this year has, is is over, he will have banked, I think I read somewhere, about $60, 65000000 million in salary and compensation to be the quarterback, uh, of which the last year or so he's been on the uh, on the bench, warming the bench. But I will gladly... Gladly put me on the slave plantation to get paid $25 million to sit on the sideline and hold a clipboard. But the words of Admiral Harry B. Harris were very profound. Let's take a listen to those remarks. You can bet that the men and women that we honor today and those who died that fateful morning 75 years ago never took a knee and never failed to stand whenever they heard our national anthem being played. Now, at this point, and we'll play, continue with the audio, the entire crowd starts to cheer, and they all stand, giving him a standing ovation to what the Admiral said, including about 10 other senior commanders, all in their Navy white formal uniforms in the front row, and that's usually unprecedented. Now, I believe that Admiral Harris stated the feelings of many, not only many Americans, but virtually all veterans. And yes, Colin Kaepernick does have the right to do it, doesn't make it right. And that standing ovation went on for a good minute or so. And I believe that Admiral Harris, I can guarantee you that I'm sure that the current lame commander-in-chief, Barack Obama, I'm sure was very displeased at hearing that. But the president-elect, the commander-in-chief who uh, will take office in 41 days, Donald Trump, I guarantee you he, when he heard that, probably said, right on, Admiral Harris, right on. He is correct, and I applaud him 
for taking that stand and saying that. And I wanted to share that because, again, on the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, it is imperative that we remember. And as I said in the special podcast edition that I that I narrated on Wednesday, I woke up Wednesday morning asking how many students that will be attending grade school, high school, maybe even college, on that day when I woke up Wednesday morning, the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, how many students that day in their schools will be will hear about it in the classroom? How many teachers, how many educators, how many principals will say, today we're going to spend the next 10, 15 minutes discussing the events of December 7, 1941? And I ask you, how many educators and, and, and principals, how many students do you think heard about the events, the history of December 7, 1941, this past Wednesday? I'll tell you, the answer is probably minimal, and that is a shame. And if there is an educator that is listening, or a principal, or a student, email me, and I ask that you inform me. Because if you did, if you're an educator or a student, then I want to share that with the rest of this nation. So, Admiral Harry B. Harris, I give you a five-star snappy salute for saying what you did. And to 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick, you are a disgrace to your team. You are a disgrace as an American. And as far as I'm concerned, call him a cab for a one-way ticket, not only out of town, but out of the country. The Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line is set for Saturday, February 4th, 2017 at Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers is presented by Diamond Crown Cigars. As they introduce the new Diamond Crown Black Diamond, enjoy an enormous Alpha Male Buffet, great libations including Woodford Reserve, Craft Beer, Alpha Male Camaraderie, and Diamond Crown Cigars. Cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line are on sale now. Don't wait. Get them at CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it. The oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. 
This is the General inviting you to join me for a day of absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 2017 from Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our day will begin at 10 a.m. You'll get five great cigars from J.C. Newman and Diamond Crown, including the brand new Black Diamond, a full, scrumptious alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings from Dunedin Brewing, great craft beers, and incredible Spirits tastings from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra, Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, Cooper's Craft, and many more. You'll get a Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase. It's a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Tickets are all VIP and all inclusive. Go to CigarDave.com for info and tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com now for info and tickets. CigarDave.com. Buy your tickets now. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Surgeon General's Warning. Listening to Cigar Dave talk about the FUDA will cause you anger, and you'll want to overthrow the career bureaucrats. Long live the Alpha. I would venture to say that many career bureaucrats in the Department of Health and Human Services and in the FUDA are rather worried since... There will be a new sheriff in town. And under Donald Trump as president, he is nominated for the secretary of HHS job, the nominee, Representative Tom Price of Georgia. Representative Price is a retired orthopedic surgeon, so he is very familiar with health care in this nation since he was a frontline provider and very familiar with all the problems with Obamacare and all the other nonsensical insurance regulations that have been put in under Obama. And for those of us that enjoy cigars and for the cigar industry, he is a friend of the cigar industry. In fact, he actually rolled several cigars at the J.C. Newman factory when the GOP convention was here back in 2012. So that bodes well, I believe, 
for those of us that enjoy cigars, and especially for the industry that right now has been turned upside down. And I will get to that right now because there were two events, two items that took place in the media on Sunday. On Sunday evening, NBC Nightly News with Lester Holtz, a story by correspondent Gabe Gutierrez entitled Competition Heats Up as Cuban Cigars Come to the U.S. For generations of Americans, Cuban tobacco had long been a forbidden fruit. But on this island, the seeds of change are being planted. Now we have more American customers buying Cuban cigars. Shops in Havana are lighting up after President Obama lifted the $100 limit on bringing cigars to the U.S. It is great that we can finally have access uh, we're not, uh, to, the, to the Cuban cigars. Cuban cigars have long held a special, if hazy, place in the American psyche. And what is it about the cigars? Is it the smell? Is it the taste? Is it the touch? Uh, it's a combination. In old Havana, making them is still an art as workers listen to literature read over a loudspeaker. Cigar rollers have been toiling at this factory for more than 100 years, but it is now those more than 300 miles away who fear their craft when they go up in smoke. Tampa, Florida's historic Ybor City neighborhood has been home to cigar manufacturers since the 19th century. Cigars are to Tampa like wine is to Napa Valley and Sonoma like automobiles are to Detroit. Third-generation cigar maker Eric Newman says he's not worried about Cuban counterparts. We welcome the competition. We just want to have an equal playing field. What does concern him are new FDA regulations on U.S.-made premium cigars. Just imposed this year, they're similar to those for cigarettes. The government now requires more fees and applications, and the industry argues the cost of compliance could snuff out many smaller businesses. All while Americans now have more access to unregulated cigars from Cuba. I'm okay with Cuban cigars coming in, so everybody have access, but the way they're coming in, I don't think is fair. The real game changer could come when and if Congress ever lifts the embargo. But in the meantime, cigar aficionados are already fired up, waiting until the smoke clears. Gabe Gutierrez, NBC News, Havana. All right, so the two people from... Ebor City from Tampa that were that were featured in interviews during that piece by Gabe Gutierrez, Eric Newman from J.C. Newman Cigars, and the other was Yanko Maceda. We've had Yanko on the show from Tabanero Cigars, a small little Buckeye. They make about about six to eight rollers. They make fabulous cigars, fantastic cigars, and Tabanero Cigars I think would be wiped out because of this legislation that the FDA uh, has uh, enacted. There is no doubt in my mind. But let's talk about that piece very, very quickly. First of all, American consumers, when, and by the way, now that Trump is in, it will be in office as our president, commander-in-chief, don't look for the Cuban embargo to be lifted anytime soon. That is not going to happen. And in fact, I think Donald Trump is going to take a hard line with Cuba the way Obama should have, by saying to the Castro government, the Castro commie pinko bastard government, you want to open up dialogue? You want to engage in some more commerce and travel? Fine. We need to see the following items. Clear your jails of the political dissidents. Why don't you start having some free elections, having a free media, open up the Internet, uh, the access to the Internet to anyone without being censored. But did Obama negotiate any of those items? 
No, it was a one-way deal, just like all of his deals. And there is a new sheriff coming to the swamp in D.C., and it will get cleaned. But one thing I I do want to get on a quick sidetrack. Fidel Castro, gone, adios, bye-bye, finished, thrilled, glad he's six feet under, who knows where he is. But I got a kick of all these people saying, oh, Cuba's such an advanced society and their medical their education system, their medical system is so fantastic, which we know is a crock of bull. But I got a kick because they were driving Castro's casket throughout all of Cuba as people uh, basically they they uh, they forced. I'm sure that they they coerced all these citizens to stand on the side and and uh, and, and wave and throw flowers and and come up with crocodile tears. But the last, I think quarter mile or so or t- two tenths of a mile the the truck that was carrying or the hearse that was carrying him broke down they had to have four cubans pushing it and back true story that tells you everything you need to know but what eric newman and what yanko maceda have said in that nbc piece is exactly right they're not afraid of the competition from cuban cigars they're more than happy to compare their cigars, whether it's a diamond. I'll put a brick house. I got news for you. I would put any cigar coming out of the J.C. Newman factory in Tampa, which is basically a factory that makes a machine-made cigars with a natural long filler wrapper. But it's a short filler or a sandwich filler, and the wrapper is placed on by hand. I would compare any of those cigars to the Cuban cigars that are $20, $30, $40, $50. I would take any of Yanko Maceda's Tabanero cigars. He has one cigar that's phenomenal, this Torpedo that is just outstanding, that I think he gets $25 for or $30. I would compare that to anything Cuban comes up with, and he would win hands down every single time. The American cigar manufacturers and importers, they're not afraid of of competition what they have a problem with and what I have a problem with is how Obama is welcoming all these people to bring in and buy Cuban cigars, and yet his very own FUDA is screwing the manufacturers that are bringing cigars in, whether they're making them in the United States or in Honduras, Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic. He is putting them at a disadvantage by making those manufacturers jump through hoops, whether it's registration or pre-market blends or... Or, or chemical testing of cigars, or user fees, which now Cuban cigars are not being subjected to. It is not a fair playing field. When we come back, there was another article in the Washington Post entitled, Is This the Final Burn for Florida's Cigar City? A huge report, huge story in, their, uh, in the Sunday magazine of the Washington Post. We will continue. We will talk about that, the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony, which is very celebratory now that we have a new president coming in in 41 days, is coming your way right around the corner. Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today.
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Come on, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. I have pulled out a cigar from one of the great blenders and cigar ambassadors in the world of cigars. Good friend, longtime friend, fellow Cigar City resident, Rick Rodriguez of CAO Cigars. I call him Rico Suave and Rick travels the world, travels the factories, always looking for the latest in new and interesting cigar tobaccos. And about two or three years ago, he came up with the CAO Colombia. CAO known for their world collection, their country collection, the CAO Brasilia, or their Italia, the CAO America. Rick was able to find a very unique Colombian tobacco First grown in Colombia in 1820, called Ica Mazinga. Grown in a very isolated mountainous region of Colombia. A very unique tobacco, nice burn, smokes very, very well. And when I first tried this cigar, when Rick gave me one, it's general, got to try this. I figured, okay, from Colombia, it's going to be a very powerful, full cigar. Not at all. Mild to medium, very, very pleasant, nice cigar any time of day or night. Beautiful band. Has the CAO, the CAO logo on there, and then behind it, it's got a nice yellow band with red around it, and blue. Very, it looks like uh, that that Colombia that just has that that whole feel of Colombia. And actually, I wonder if actually I'm, I was just thinking about this. I, there is a some great a great series on Netflix uh, that I've been watching about Don Pablo Escobar called Narcos. But you can call me Don Pablo General for this show. I'm Don Pablo General. So I will enjoy this CAO Colombia. The wrapper is Hamastron. The binder is Cameroon. Filler, Brazilian, and Colombian. That Ica Mazinga. Very reasonably priced cigar. Comes in about four different sizes. And I have pulled out the Valenado, which is a Robusto. Five inches in length with a 50 
0.6 ring gauge. So it is just under an inch in diameter of ring. It is 56 64 of an inch in diameter. Great price on these. Talking in the $5, $6 category. You cannot go wrong. A beautiful cigar, a lot of nice flavors, mild to medium uh, in body. That's what I will enjoy today, a CAO Colombia. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Don Pablo General has his self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I've got my Cigar Dave signature. We call this from the R&D laboratories, the Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratories. We call this the grenade because it looks like a hand grenade giant tank. One single SSD flame. That's what I... Ooh, that is hot. That is very warm coming off. Got to be careful. Jumps out about three inches. That's what I would use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right. I will cut the end of my seal, Colombia. And as I do, I will gently take my Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratory grenade lightation device, and I will put it to the CAO Colombia Valenato. Uh, you can hear that taking my time. Beautiful looking wrapper. I'm telling you, this beautiful Nicaraguan Hamastron, just a magnificent looking wrapper. Very nice. I'll get that in here. Hang on a second. Taking my time, hopping and rotating. Never want to be in a rush. And I was just made aware that I said Nicaragua. Hamastron is in Honduras. Want to make sure we have factually correct information. Let me now puff and rotate. Mm. Very nice. Great cigar. Nice sweetness as it comes off. First few puffs. Mm. Low on the foot of the cigar. My CEO Colombia is now lit. Now, Don Pueblo General needs something to wash it down. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. What is the second most popular beverage consumed in the world beside water? Answer, or 500, Alex, would be what is coffee? But not just any coffee, because to go with the CEO Colombia, as Don Pablo General, I need something that will stand up to this cigar. But I don't want any just a regular coffee. I don't want American drip coffee. I love espresso. And I really began to, I would say about 20, 21 years ago when I started going down to Miami and I'd go visit the cigar manufacturers in Little Havana and Cayocho. They'd always say, General, would you like a, a cafe cubano? Would you like an espresso? Of course, I'm not going to say no. That's part of the culture. It's part of the, the, the celebration, not just smoking cigars, but enjoying a little cafe. And of course, they bring it in and we all, they pour it in everybody's little cup and we enjoy it. So I have a, right here at Command Center Alpha, I have a Nespresso machine. It is an espresso machine that uses the Nespresso capsules. Works great. You don't have to spend a lot. You go on Amazon, I think uh, the machine that I bought, it's not the top of the line. Although being done Pablo General and the five-star in chief, I should have the top of the line, shouldn't I? But the point is, you don't need the top of the line. I think I paid 80, 90 bucks for this particular 
Nespresso machine uses the capsules. They have about 20, 30 different varieties of capsules. But I have pulled out the Levanto, which is a very nice blend. I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, this is to me about a 5 to 6 in terms of coffee strength. And it's got a nice blend of Arabicas from South and Central American. Very well-balanced espresso. Little, uh, some nice intensity. And this is goes nicely. Let me take a sip here. Mm. The lovely Ms. Kate just made it. It's very easy. The nice thing about these Nespresso machines, or any espresso machine that uses the capsule, you don't have to futz around with the coffee, putting in the grounds and then cleaning it out. It makes a great cup of coffee. You never have to worry about the coffee getting stale. Just a very nice way to enjoy coffee. That's exactly what I do. And I have multiple espressos throughout the day. Got to have the nice little espresso cup. And in fact, uh, we'll tweet out and we'll send out on Facebook and Instagram pictures of my CAO Colombia resting and sitting atop my nice little elegant espresso cup. So let me take another puff here. Very nice. Take a sip. I would say that I am ready to go. Very elegant way. Now, let me uh, talk about, actually, I'll tell you what. I want to save the the article, the Washington Post article, for the next segment. But before I do, while we're talking about Colombia, I want to talk about that that uh, plane, that Colombian, that, that uh, plane from Bogota that killed the 77 people about a week ago, the Brazilian soccer team that was headed to one of the uh, most prestigious South American soccer tournaments. And just looking at this, and most of you know I am an aviator. I am a licensed pilot, instrument-rated pilot. And I have learned much from two very, very good friends and excellent aviators, Captain Cy Emerus in the Charlotte Theater of Operations and my good friend Captain Eric Jordan here in the uh, Cigar City area, both outstanding captains, both uh, on the A330. In fact, Captain Cy... I have to digress here because Captain Sai has flown everything from a DC-3 to the Airbus 330. And, in fact, he was the first pilot for U.S. Airways to actually fly the A330 and went over to Europe to Airbus in Toulouse, France, to learn how to fly the aircraft and became checked out as a Czech airman and then taught all the other pilots at U.S. Airways how to fly the A330 and check them out. So... Captain Sai and Captain Eric, both very uh, outstanding, exceptional aviators. They always teach me a lot, and I certainly look to them because I admire their aviation skills. But the one thing that Captain Sai and Captain Eric both told me, because they know I always talk about alpha males and beta males, if you are going to be an aviator, you are going to be a pilot, you have to be, you must be an alpha. There is no room for one iota, one sliver of beta in you. And the reason is you are always making decisions. You are making decisions from the time you, before you even get to the airport, when you are doing your flight plan, when you are looking at the weather, when you're putting your fuel load on, when you're doing your pre-flight inspection, you are always making decisions. There is no room for indecisiveness being an aviator. From the time you start that engine, Actually, before, as I said, from the time you even think about that flight, the time you inspect the plane, start the engine, taxi, deal with air traffic controllers, deciding on an approach or whether or not you even want to shoot an instrument approach based upon weather, you are always making decisions. 
There is no room for indecisiveness if you are an aviator. And as Captain Sy told me, he's a general. When I started flying, way back flying the DC-3, when I was, I think he told me he was 21, 22 years old, he said, I always had a captain in the left seat who was always decisive. I learned from some of the best. In fact, Captain Sy loves to mention a very good good friend of his, Captain Aby, who passed away not too long ago, but he said one of the great, not only was he a great aviator, Captain Aby, but he also was a great alpha, taught Captain Sy much of how being an alpha, operating in an alpha world, traveling to great places, dealing with dames, just in general, life itself. We all have one of those mentors, I think, that, uh, that guide us, takes, the, takes us under, our, under their wing to guide us uh, from, from maybe youth to being an adult alpha. And Captain Sy told this to me. He said, General, I am seeing a large proliferation of betas now coming into the profession. And he said, I'll give you a perfect example. He said, whenever I would travel overseas, when I when he was captain on the A330, and he would look at the fuel load, the dispatcher, the flight dispatcher would always, there would be a printout, and it would say how much fuel the dispatcher would want to put on. And it would give him a briefing on the weather and the winds, and Captain Sy would always review it very thoroughly, as any exceptional aviator would. And he said, I would always look at the weather, and I would, knowing my experience, the there was always a, a little tug of war, a balancing act, a juggling act between what the flight dispatcher wants to put on in terms of fuel load, because the more fuel, the higher the weight, the less the fuel efficiency, the more fuel you'll burn, and the captain who looks and says, okay, well, I want more fuel, and as an aviator, I always want more fuel than I need, way more fuel than I need. So he'd say, call the dispatcher and say, you know, I'm looking at the weather. I'm looking at the winds. I want you to put on another 3,000 pounds or another 1,000 gallons, whatever the case may be. And the dispatcher may give him a little of a hard time, and all Captain Sy would say, that's what I want. And the dispatcher would say, yes, Captain. And remember, you are the captain of that airship. You are the captain of that ship. You are, you are in charge. Something happens. The worst thing that happens to the dispatcher he spills his coffee. The worst thing that happens to you as a, as a captain, you end up in the side of a mountain or you don't have enough fuel. And that's exactly what happened to those, those uh, uh, victims of that plane, the Lamia Airlines plane, the Avro RJ-85, uh, British Aerospace 146 Air, uh, Avro RJ-85 that crashed. And here's exactly what happened. They did not have enough fuel to complete that mission. In fact... They only had, a, they barely had enough fuel. In fact, the negligence factor is just overwhelming. From the flight dispatcher to the general manager, they should have immediately looked and said, there is not, and the pilot should have looked. There was a male and a female pilot, both of whom, in my estimation, are at fault, were betas, because they should have immediately looked and said, wait a minute, we've got to go from point A to point B. There's barely enough to get there. If we have to divert, we need fuel. If we have to circle, we need fuel. Either we add a stop, or we, we, we will not do this mission, period, end of discussion. Did they put up a fight? Apparently not, because they went on their merry way knowing they wouldn't have enough fuel. And what happens? They started to circle. You could see they were circling for the approach. There was someone ahead of them. And instead of saying, declaring an emergency and saying, we are coming in, we are in a low-fuel situation, the tower 
declined, and they sat around in that holding pattern until no fuel, electrical failure, and they went in the side of a mountain. Shame on those pilots. Shame on the general manager of that, of that airline. Shame on the flight dispatcher. Shame on anyone involved. And there is one thing that I've learned. Accidents, especially aviation accidents, there's not usually just one factor. There's always a chain of events that take place, and the key is breaking the chain so that the accident doesn't take place. So let's look at that chain of events. I'll tell you what, Sergeant Steve just told me we have to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll, we'll take a look at that chain of events because I want to go through that. And the reason I want to go through this is because this shows you the importance of being an alpha, a decisive alpha. And if you are not a decisive alpha, if you are a wussified beta, and I know we have some of those that listen because they want to become an alpha. And I know there's some some, uh, young college students we have, and most of them, they are alphas in training. They want to be alpha. But even if we have one that is listening that has the slightest hint of being an alpha, of being a beta, we have to end that. We have to break that chain. So when I come back, we'll tell you about that chain and how it relates to being an alpha male, how it it relates to being decisive and not being wishy-washy. We will come back as we continue front and center as we enjoy the good life here on the Cigar Dave Show. Looking for the perfect holiday gift for alpha males? The Cigar Dave Officers Club is the gift that keeps on giving. For $22.99 a month, you get three premium cigars shipped directly to a fellow alpha male each month. Joining is easy. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. This is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. This is the General inviting you to join me for a day of absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 2017 from Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our day will begin at 10 a.m. You'll get five great cigars from J.C. Newman and Diamond Crown, including the brand new Black Diamond, a full scrumptious alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings from Dunedin Brewing, great craft beers, and incredible Spirits tastings from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra, Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, Cooper's Craft, and many more. You'll get a Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase. It's a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Tickets are all VIP. 
and all-inclusive. Go to CigarDave.com for info and tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com now for info and tickets. CigarDave.com. Buy your tickets now. to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Ah, the great part. Ever so smooth. In fact, I'm actually wearing a sweater today. A cardigan button-down sweater that Frank and Dean used to wear. They're making a comeback. So if it's good enough for Frank and Dean, good enough for By the way, I've gotten tons of compliments today wearing it. Uh, Although it was a little chillier yesterday in the Cigar City. A little warmer today. But nonetheless, decided that I would opt for the button-down cardigan. Very nice look, I might add. All right, want to finish up talking about that uh, that just horrible airplane accident, that crash near Medellin, Colombia. And as again, I'm enjoying the CAO Colombia. It's only appropriate that I discuss this. So we left off talking about any type of aviation accident or a boating accident, even a regular accident, there's always a, it's never one event. There's always a chain of events. The key is you got to break the chain. Well, looking at this, the, the amount of errors that were made and the fact that there was nobody that was alpha enough to stand up and say, stop, enough. This flight will not go as proposed. One of the directors of the agency that controls air traffic in Bolivia told the Associated Press that an inspector for the agency pointed out irregularities in the airline's flight plan, this La Mia airline. I think they only own one airplane, big airline, one plane, and that the fuel capacity of the aircraft was barely enough to fly directly to Medellin. But the airline decided to go ahead anyway. Here's another kicker. The captain was a co-owner of the airline the one airplane airline. Now, he should have looked at this and said, wait a minute, we're going from point A to point B. We don't have enough fuel. This isn't. This is going to be too tight. He's a co-owner. He's the captain. He should have said, we need to make a stop. We cannot go nonstop. We must stop. And by the way, in the United States, here's the FAA regulation. If you are flying in what's called IFR, Instrument Flight Rules, which every airline in this country flies, whether it's Delta, American, that's how I fly. So you, from the time you depart to the time you land, you are most of the time in a radar environment. You're in contact with someone. You can fly in bad weather in the clouds. You don't have to see, uh, you don't have to see the ground. The rule states you have to have enough fuel to complete the flight to the first airport of intended landing, then from the airport to the alternate airport, and then 45 minutes at normal cruising speed after that. There is no way this airplane going to Medellin from uh, Colombia or wherever it was going from Brazil, they didn't have enough fuel. They wouldn't, they would, that would never have been legal in this country. So what happens? They don't have enough fuel. So the first thing, how do you break the chain? The first thing is you say, we don't have enough fuel, we got to land. You do that, you've just broken the accident chain. 
But instead, they carry on. They go through. And what happens? The pilot, Miguel Quiroga, the co-owner of the airline, looks and sees that he's low on fuel. He requests permission to land coming into Medellin. And he is denied because there's another plane with mechanical problems that had priority to land at the airport, which has only one runway, instructed to wait seven minutes. Did he declare an emergency? No. He circled around like a wussified beta for seven minutes instead of saying, I'm declaring an emergency. I'm making the approach now. I'm landing now. Clear the traffic. End of discussion. Could have done that. Broken the chain. He didn't. This is the beta culture we live in. People afraid to be decisive. Afraid to speak out. I get accused all the time of having a big mouth. Yep, I do. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. You're going to rub people the wrong way. I do it all the time. People don't like the fact when you are blunt and direct. But it's part of being a decisive alpha. I am proud to be a decisive alpha. I make no apologies about being a decisive alpha, and neither should you. Betas, not welcome in my world. Hour number two of The Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, there are those that are not happy with the outcome of the presidential election that have a concern because there are too many generals in the president-elect's cabinet and in positions of authority. All I know is whenever this five-star has shown up anywhere, I've never had one complaint. I've never heard someone saying, excuse me, General, you have to leave because you have too many stars. You have to leave because there's another general here. Never. The most outrageous thing I have ever heard. The reason you select generals, well, we're decisive. We like to win. We demand excellence. And we're organized and know how to lead an effective military campaign and strategic campaign. Why would you not want generals? I mean, if you could clone 10,000 General George S. Pattons, why wouldn't you? Welcome back. Hour number two of this, although I think probably one General Patton and one Cigar Dave, the general, is maybe enough for the world to see. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. As always, I remind you, go to CigarDave.com because we've got all of our links to our social media platforms. I'm heavy on Twitter. We also do Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. If you didn't catch the live televised broadcast that we conducted 
about a week or so ago, just over a week from the Burn Lounge by Rocky Patel in Naples, full high-def broadcast, then go to CigarDave.com, check that out. If you didn't catch my special Pearl Harbor 75th anniversary podcast special special remarks that I made, only runs about eight minutes or so, please go check that out. Everything at CigarDave.com, you cannot miss it. A wealth of information. We also... You'll also find a counter on the lower right side, a countdown clock, countdown to Trump Operation Make America Great Again inside 41 days, so you cannot go wrong. We are about 41 days. You cannot go wrong, as well as info about the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line that we have coming up Saturday, February 4th. That's another great event. That's a perfect way to start off the winter season, whether you live in the Northeast, the Midwest, the Pacific Northwest. It's going to be cold. It's going to be damp. It's going to be it's rainy or snowy or sleet. The snow sits there for umpteen days. Come down to the Cigar City of Tampa, tropical Florida, early February. We're going to be partying with a great day of alpha pleasure, good life maneuvers, great cigars from Diamond Crown, launching the brand-new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown. We've got some incredible spirits and craft beers, craft beers, from Dunedin Brewing, including a special beer that I've concocted with them. We've got great spirits from Woodford Reserve. Gentleman Jack will will have some uh, some very nice mint juleps that we will be making on premises. We've got some other fantastic libations that you'll be able to sample. Great food. Going to be a great day. It is Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line at Shelter Aviation. We will be taking over Hangar 1A. And we'll be doing the broadcast and all the pleasure maneuvers right from the hangar. Some cool planes you'll be able to tour, be in the background. It's going to be a great day. All the details, info and tickets, CigarDave.com. Makes for a great holiday gift now that uh, Christmas and Hanukkah are just, uh, what, about two weeks away? Can't believe that we're that close. In any event, so I was talking about the general. Before I get back to, there's a story in the last hour that I did not finish that I do want to get to, and I will do that momentarily. But the... Nominee for Secretary of Defense, Marine Corps General James Mad Dog Mattis. Retired about three, four years ago from the Marine Corps. Distinguished 40-year career. Always speaks his mind. If you look at a picture of General George S. Patton on the left side and General James Mad Dog Mattis on the right, the resemblance is amazing. They both have the same type of whitish hair, a little on the balding side, have the same look. And it's interesting because General Patton, everybody thinks General Patton sounded like George C. Scott, who portrayed Patton in the movie Patton. General George S. Patton, as strong as he was, as decisive, as alpha as he was, great leader, never liked the sound of his voice. He always thought he had a squealy voice. And you listen to him, he doesn't have that George C. Scott voice. He really had uh, a voice that was a little bit on the thin and tinny side, not that big, bold, brass voice, brash voice similar to the voice that you are hearing right now. But General Mattis, the first time I've ever heard him was a few days ago when he spoke uh, down in North Carolina at the Trump thank you rally. And it's the same thing. The parallels are just incredible. But I've got some great quotes from General James Mad Dog Mattis. Quote on war protesters. Quote, when you men get home and face an anti-war protester, look at him in the eyes and shake his hand. Then... Wink at his girlfriend because she knows she's dating a pussy. 
Is that not the greatest quote you've ever heard? That is fantastic. On the importance of artillery, I come in peace. I didn't bring artillery, but I'm pleading with you with tears in my eyes. If you F with me, I'll kill you all. How's that for being straight and direct? Love that. On woman beaters, you go into Afghanistan. You got guys who slap women around for five years because they didn't wear a veil. You know, guys like that ain't got no manhood left anyway. So it's a hell of a lot of fun to shoot them. Actually, it's quite fun to fight them. You know, it's a hell of a hoot. It's fun to shoot some people. I'll be right up there with you. I like brawling. I love that. I love that. A general with nads of steel. We've got a president-elect with nads of steel. Decisive. And what happens? All the libs, they don't like that. They don't like the alphas. They don't like the fact that he's decisive. No, 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 no. We need wussified, pacified little betas. That's what they want. Here's General Mad Dog Madison Manners. Be polite. Be professional. But have a plan to kill everybody you meet. Well, here's what I say on manners. Be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill every enemy of pleasure and pain-in-the-ass bureaucrat you meet. On terrorist retirement, there's only one retirement plan for terrorists. Gotta love that. This is another interesting one. On a-holes. Quote, there are some a-holes in the world that just need to be shot. There are hunters and there are victims. By your discipline, cunning, obedience, and alertness, you will decide if you are a hunter or a victim. It's really a hell of a lot of fun. You're going to have a blast out there. That was him delivering that comment during a gathering of 200 Marines. And then on history, I'm going to plead with you, do not cross us, because if you do, the survivors will write about what we do here for 10,000 years. Isn't it a pleasure to have a president-elect and have a general who will soon be the Secretary of Defense that is a 100% USDA-certified alpha, that is not politically correct, that is in the same vein, the spirit of the greatest general of them all, General George S. Patton. Fellow alphas, I rest my case. When we come back, I want to go. I will return to the story that was in the Washington Post last Sunday, entitled "Is This the Final Burn for Florida's Cigar City?" Last Sunday on the NBC Nightly News, as I played for you in the first hour, there was uh, a package on the Nightly News talking about Cuban cigars and the fact that they can now come in, and now the American cigar industry, subject to regulations and onerous taxation. And, and other testing and registration by the FUDA. So when we come back, we'll get into that. And then also, David Gergen on CNN went after Alphas. There is, without any question, one of the problems, one of the issues that the, the libs, the, the lamestream media has about Donald Trump, I think one of the biggest complaints they have, he is an alpha male. And we know, we as alpha males... They would love to see this entire nation, especially the feminists, they'd love to see us all as wussified betas with our heads shoved up between our tail, with our head bowed down, kowtowing to all the little feminists, and, you know, feminists with the goatees and the hair under their arms and the hair on their legs and the hair on their chest. Well, that's never going to happen. Not as long as this general is sitting in command of Center Alpha, where around me I can control every element of the war 
being waged against alphas and the male species in general. This is the this is the front line. This is not only command center alpha, this is ground zero for fighting back to make sure the male species survives and thrives in the upcoming decades and centuries ahead. We are planting the seeds now. We have a lot to get to, lieutenants. We will continue right around the corner. The Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line is set for Saturday, February 4th, 2017 at Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers is presented by Diamond Crown Cigars as they introduce the new Diamond Crown Black Diamond. Enjoy an enormous Alpha Male Buffet, great libations including Woodford Reserve, Craft Beer, Alpha Male Camaraderie, and Diamond Crown Cigars. Cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line are on sale now. Don't wait. Get them at CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government so we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C., fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful Oscuro wrapper that, when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos, produces a rich, spicy flavor. The smoke of this complex cigar introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. First hour, we played for you the package that ran on the NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt on Sunday evening, entitled, Competition Heats Up as Cuban Cigars Come to the United States. Article in the Washington Post, big magazine article Sunday, is this the final burn for Florida's cigar city? And I want to share some of it with you because the cigar industry under the Obama administration, the FUDA regulations that uh, are now have been signed into law that I hope, I still believe that with a Republican Congress and a Republican president, many of these regulations, and also with the new incoming Health and uh, Human Services Secretary nominee, Representative Tom Price, I believe that there is light at the end of the tunnel. But let me share some of this article with you because it, it bodes a very bad picture, an ominous picture, dark clouds, or the cigar city of Tampa and the cigar industry in general. The last standing cigar factory here in what was once dubbed Cigar City has survived two world wars, the Great Depression, smoking bans, and a Cuban trade embargo that wiped out much of its tobacco supply. Its fortunes have long been linked to Cuba, the commie nation that for decades supplied the region's tobacco and continues to mint many of its workers. For years, cigar executives here say they have looked to Cuba with equal parts intrigue and trepidation, a sentiment that has become more pronounced in recent years as the U.S. began to mend decades of strained relations with the island nation. Many here wonder whether the once-booming cigar industry may be on its way out as well. Among those most worried, Eric Newman, whose family has been making 31 brands of cigars, including Array, Diamond Crown, and La Unica, for three generations. For 121 years, the J.C. Newman Cigar Company has churned out millions of cigars and shipped them worldwide, even as one by one, 149 surrounding factories shuttered their doors, many moving their operations overseas. But now, Newman, who owns the company with his brother Bobby, says cigar manufacturers and retailers in this stretch of town known as Ybor City face hurdles that could deal a final blow to an industry that has, until now, gone largely unregulated. For year, and I quote, for years, the unregulated marketplace was like the wild, wild west, said Mitch Zeller, or I like to call him Mitch Zealot, director of the FUDA Center for Tobacco Products. And, and this is the, the cigar industry, the wild, wild west. The cigar industry was never marketing their cigars to children. They never did anything illicit to try to increase nicotine in cigars. In fact, if you know anything about cigars, which the FUDA refused to listen to, when the industry provided fact after fact after study after study, when a cigar, when, when premium cigar tobacco is aged and fermented, the nicotine and ammonia dissipates. If nicotine 
was the driving force between behind people smoking cigars that I ask you one simple question. Why is it that we don't see people huddled outside of buildings every 15 minutes lighting up a cigar to get their nicotine addiction? Why is it we don't see people running off an airplane trying to find the closest cigar area, or correction, smoking area, where they can go light a cigar and get their nicotine hit? Reason? Answer? Because people don't smoke cigars for the nicotine, and they enjoy them in moderation like they do a fine wine. Continue. The new rules, Zeller says, will help bring order to a corner of the tobacco industry that has long operated without oversight. That is a load of baloney. Total load. And frankly, the reason it has a need major oversight is because there was, there, was no, there was no need for it. But why is there a need? Because once again, we have these lib bureaucrats who love interfering in companies, in people's lives, who believe they are smarter than you and I. Newman, though, says the regulations represent millions of dollars in new costs and increased uncertainty for his factory, which last year had sales of $10 million. On top of that, he says, the Obama administration in October loosened its ban on Cuban cigars, allowing Americans to bring back as many cigars as they like for personal use. Newman says the move, part of the thawing of relations between the nations, introduces another layer of competition at a critical time. Quote, we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now is the worst it's ever been, said Newman, whose grandfather started the business at age 20 in a family barn. On the one hand, the government is saying smoking is bad and making us jump through all these new hoops. On the other hand, they're welcoming Cuban cigars, which haven't been tested, which aren't taxed into the country. They've got this backwards. And he is so right. Obama is rewarding a communist, brutal, thug dictatorship that treats its people terribly, that restrains speech, and is now rewarding them by, by allowing a flow of commerce, Americans to go down to Cuba and bring back as many Cuban cigars as they want into the country without any taxation. But yet, Obama screws the American manufacturers and importers. Why? As I've said all along, Many of you may disagree. I don't give a damn. And by the way, I know on social media, some of you say, oh, how dare you talk about Obama? How dare you you demean the office? I, this is a load of bull, this nonsense where you have to respect the office. The person makes the office. Okay? If Adolf Hitler was the president of the United States, I would tell you I'm not respecting the office because I don't respect the person. So let's not make this stupid analogy. But I believe Barack Obama is the first president in American history that, number one, truly hates the United States of America, and two, views the taxpaying citizens as the enemy in this country. And that is fact. We only have 41 days more of that SOB. Newman basically goes on to say that there's a looming uh, a deadline on December 31st requiring him to register 1,300 cigar varieties in all the process could cost him more than $14 million. He said, we just need to plow ahead. If I think about it too long, I get nauseous. And he's right. And they've got over 100 workers in this factory. They've been making cigars since the 1930s. He's got a woman here, they quote, Winnie uh, Money, 83, been working at the plant since 1972. Juanita Green, 56 since 1988. Peaches Pickrell, 69, took a job there 37 years ago. This is a company, the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory in Tampa, 
not only gives people a decent wage, they get five weeks vacation and they get a 401k and they get insurance, health insurance. Isn't that exactly what Obama wants? And Zeller goes on to say uh, from the FDA that these businesses are in a brave new world of regulation. And yes, there are costs associated with that. Well, let me tell you something. Typical bureaucrat. He doesn't give a damn about the cost of putting companies out of business. I hope Zeller gets put in front of a firing squad with a new Trump administration. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. This is the general inviting you to join me for a day of absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 2017 from Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our day will begin at 10 a.m. You'll get five great cigars from J.C. Newman and Diamond Crown, including the brand new Black Diamond, a full scrumptious alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings from Dunedin Brewing, great craft beers, an incredible Spirits tastings from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra, Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, Cooper's Craft, and many more. You'll get a Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase. It's a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Tickets are all VIP and all-inclusive. Go to CigarDave.com for info and tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com now for info and tickets. CigarDave.com. Buy your tickets now. It's the most wonderful time of the show When the general is gripping a stick for a clipping And that's when you know It's the most wonderful time of the show It's the happiest segment of all with cigar-friendly meetings and long ashes greetings when lieutenants call, it's the half happiest segment of all. There'll be cigars for clipping and cognac for sipping from Tampa to San Diego. It's all over the nation. It's cigar litation. It's right here on your radio. It's the most wonderful time of the show. So go through your selection and choose with affection, cause everyone knows it's the most wonderful time of the show. Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers as we are now fully in the holiday celebratory festivity mode. And it is hard to believe that we are just two weeks away from Christmas and Hanukkah. 
And speaking of two weeks away, that's when we will conduct the champagne and sparkling wine annual tasting maneuvers to give you everything you need to know about breaking out the bubbly and ringing in a new year. And what we're going to do this time, because on December 24th, Christmas Eve, many people may be busy and celebrating and traveling. We're going to run the champagne and sparkling wine tasting show two times. We're going to run it twice, both December 24th, Christmas Eve, as well as the following week, which is New Year's Eve. So we will have both for you. So don't worry. You will have plenty of opportunity to listen. And we're going to we're going to make a – I think this year we could set a record for the number of champagnes and sparkling wines we taste. I think the record we had was about 12 or 14. We're going to try to up that. We're going to try to hit maybe 16, maybe even 18 this year with some various champagne and sparkling wine libationary concoction. So that is two weeks away, hard to believe. Now, I want to just wrap up talking about that article that was in the Washington Post entitled, Is This the Final Burn for Florida's Cigar City? And I quoted Mitch Zeller. Actually, Mitch Zellett, he is in charge of the tobacco control division at the FUDA. Now, this guy, if you look at him, he's your typical government bureaucrat. He's an attorney, couldn't make it in the private sector, so Good old Mitch is typical. I mean, if you look at him, he looks like a disheveled bureaucrat. Basically, looks like the kind of guy with a little pocket protector who derives pleasure out of being able to cause misery to other companies and inflicting bureaucratic bureaucratic legislation. And again, he says that, that uh, uh, the agency hosted webinars to help business owners navigate the new rules and has provided special assistance and exemptions to small businesses with less than $5 million in annual sales. He estimates the cost associated with regulatory filings to be $1,500 to $22,000 per product. Now, let's stop for a second there. If Mitch Zellett, Mitch Zellett Zeller, this SOB, this dumbass bureaucrat at the FUDA, had to come up with that money out of his own pocket, he wouldn't be able to. So looking at this, first you're saying, wait a minute, is it 1500 or 22000 Oh, and by the way, for all the filings and the testing, it could be more than 50000 per brand. Oh, and that filing is not just for one cigar. Let's say, for example, we talk about the, I'm going to give the cigar that I'm enjoying today, the new CA, well, the CAO Columbia, which came out a few years ago. There are, I think, four sizes in the CAO Columbia. General Cigar wouldn't do one filing. They'd have to do four filings. So multiply that 1500 to 22000 or more times four. So when this clown sits there in the comfort of his little bureaucratic cubicle up in Washington, counting down the days and seconds until he can cash in his retirement, being a federal employee, being a bureaucrat, the manufacturers have to come up with a way to pay that ridiculous amount of money. Money fees, tests they never had to come up with before. And he goes on to say, quoting, these businesses are entering a brave new world of regulation. Brave new world? 
No, it's more like being a screwed world of regulation where these cigar manufacturers are getting screwed. They're getting shafted. And I love when these bureaucrats are so quick to be able to spew out saying, well, they just have to be subject to regulation, and it's only going to cost 1500 or 22000 Easy for them to say when they've never made a damn payroll in their li- lifetime. They've never hired a worker. They've never had to scrounge and try to come up with money to be able to buy raw materials or when they've been faced with business problems. Nope. This bureaucrat every two weeks gets his paycheck direct deposited into his bank account from the federal government. So the very people that he that 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 he oversees are the ones who are writing his salary and all the other clowns that are up at the tobacco control division up at the FUDA. And he says the FDA is in the business of reducing the harms associated with tobacco use. And unfortunately, tobacco use remains the leading cause of preventable disease and death in the country. No, the FDA is in the business of ensuring food and drug safety, not worrying about whether people smoke cigarettes or cigars where there's never been any issues with cigars heretofore. None. Zero. This is typical government overreach. And the people in this country are sick of it. We're fed up with it. And that's why Donald Trump won. That's why Republicans control an overwhelming majority of the governor's mansions and the state houses. And that's why Donald Trump, I just saw some statistic that there's, I don't know, 4,000 counties in the country or 42, whatever it is, one, you know, like 3,800 counties and Hillary Clinton won like 40. That's why this country is a sea of red, except in New York and Chicago and L.A., where all the people residing there can't wait to get their welfare checks and can't wait to suck on the government boob. That is fact. And this Mitch Zeller, I've watched some videos of him, and we're going to do a video uh, 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 in the next few weeks. We'll do one of him because I have to tell you, looking at this clown, this is the typical government bureaucrat, a loser. Someone that has never achieved any success in his life, has never been successful in the private sector. The only way he's been able to earn a living is to become a loser government bureaucrat. Get in at 8.30 and leave at 5 o'clock. He's never added one thing to the economy of the United States. He's never developed one thing worth a damn in the United States. He's never employed anybody. He's only signed the back of a check and never the front of a check. And I can tell you that in less than 41 days, thank goodness, we will have a president in place that knows what it means to sign the front of a check, that is tired of all the ridiculous bureaucracy and tired of regulation and overregulation and treating the American taxpayer as the enemy. Enough. I did say something. Before the end of the last segment, I said I would like to put Mitch Zeller, Mitch Zellett Zeller, who's in charge of the uh, director of the FUDA Tobacco Control Division, I said that I would like to put him in front of a firing squad. And I should not have said that. What I should have said is I'm more than happy if they put him in front of either a firing squad or death by legal injection, lethal injection, or hanging him via a noose. I, or death by electric chair. Any of those four are more than satisfactory to me. It is a zero-sum game. This guy needs to be wiped off the planet, and I mean that 100%. I don't mean anybody should do it, but I mean this guy is a waste of human life. And so I want to make it very clear. I said he should be 
put in front of a firing squad. I don't want to just limit that. As I mentioned, death by lethal injection, hanging by noose, or the electric chair, any of those are fine options to eradicate the scum, the putrid scum known as Mitch Zealot Zeller of the FUDA, a human waste product that has no use on this planet or in the giant cesspool and swamp of Washington, D.C. And by the way, if I was him, I'd be, you know whating radioactive lead bricks. Because I will guarantee you, once Representative Tom Price gets in, they're going to be heads rolling, and he's going to be one of them. Adios, SOB mofo, Mitch Zeller. Your days are numbered. All right, when we come back, there's a couple of audio cuts I want to get to. One of them has to do with the alpha male being attacked again by David Gergen. And if we have time, we will get to the Louisville basketball coach who had a very interesting take on the entitlement generation. Final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. Let me get some lethal injections. Let me get the firing squad. Let's just get rid of these government FUDA bureaucrats. Looking for the perfect holiday gift for alpha males? The Cigar Dave Officers Club is the gift that keeps on giving. For $22.99 a month, you get three premium cigars shipped directly to a fellow alpha male each month. Joining is easy. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it, I promise you're going to love it.
100% USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. Hard to believe. Christmas, Hanukkah, two weeks away. You know what will be a great Christmas and Hanukkah present this year? The draining of the D.C. swamp and the eradication of all D.C. federal government bureaucrats. Would that not be the ultimate Christmas and Hanukkah gift? That would be exceptional. And I've got two other suggestions. First, the Officers Club. If you are not a member of the Officers Club, you're looking to give someone a gift. The Cigar Dave Officers Club is the way to go. You get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Three cigars in a Cigar Dave Ziploc pouch every month. And this month, it's the we've got a special Casa Torrent sampler pack. It will include a Casa Torrent Siri 1901, their new Siri 1942, and their Siri 1973. And we're putting in a bonus because we had some shipment issues for October, November. We did a combined shipment. So as our little gift to all of our members for the slight delay and inconvenience, you're getting four cigars Four Casa Torrents instead of the normal three, and those will be shipped out by the end of next week. If you are not a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, go to CigarDave.com. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars, and I'm telling you, it is a great holiday present, as is a ticket or two tickets or a trip to the Cigar City of Tampa for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 2017. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Cigar City of Tampa, Shelter Aviation in Hangar 1A, as we have a day of pleasure, pleasurable good life maneuvers, including great cigars from Diamond Crown. You will get uh, in your special premium Diamond Crown sampler pack, you will get a uh, the new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown that we're launching. Exceptional new cigar. Going to make its debut in Tampa on that date, February 4th. You're going to get great samples of craft beer from Deedon Brewing, Gentleman Jack, and Old Forster, and great Woodford Reserve samples, great food. Just a great date. All VIP event. Tickets available, info and tickets, CigarDave.com. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. live broadcast at noon. We'll have tours of airplanes, cool jets. It's going to be a very neat event. And the nice thing is we're undercover, and it's a great time of year to come to Tampa right at the beginning of February, day before Super Bowl. All right, I want to get to this. This is this was, this was took place on the Clintonian News Network, CNN, just about a week and a half ago. When Donald Trump made the first speech in North Carolina, I want to say that was about a week or so ago. And we couldn't get to it last week because we had the Rocky Patel live televised broadcast from Bern. But David Gergen, Anderson Cooper asked David Gergen about Trump, the fact that he's got a, Trump's got a unique style. He has the teleprompter, but he gets a little bit homey because he, he ad-libs, which I find uh, very, uh, it's a nice way. Whereas Obama's just right on that teleprompter. Trump's got a nice way of going back and forth. So the first thing, it was a great speech. And David Gergen had this to say about Donald Trump. David Gergen, I mean, the, the conversation, you know, the, he's on tele, he, he joins the teleprompter, he uses it as a touchstone, reads for, for a while, and then has this sort of conversational style, which has always been incredibly effective, uh, certainly for his supporters on the, on the campaign trail. <clears throat> the alpha male reappeared tonight. Oh, a dig at the alpha male with David Gergen. The alpha male reappeared again. I didn't realize that being an alpha male was a negative thing. Well, it is 
to the feminists, and it is to many people, the ultra-liberal, because they don't like decisive men. Remember, being a decisive man, being a testosterone-laden male, that's a species that the left, as well as the enemies of pleasure and the feminists, would love to eradicate. They want us gone. We're a threat. Why? Because, again, we're decisive. But just the tone in which he said it, oh, the alpha male reappears again. And you know what, Davy boy, Gergi? I think I could just see uh, uh, he worked for, let's see, Ronald Reagan. I don't think he worked for George. No, he worked for Clinton, Reagan. I don't think he worked for George Herbert Walker Bush. But if George Herbert Walker Bush was around, he'd say, Gergi, alpha male good, Gergi bad, not going to do it, not going to do it, alpha male good. Donald Trump is not going to change. He is an alpha male. I am an alpha male. You that are listening are alpha males. And you women that are listening love alpha males. You don't want alpha males to change. You don't want a wussified beta. But you see, the dig, the way he, the first comment he made, oh, here comes the alpha male again. The alpha male rears his head as if there's something wrong with being a decisive, in-charge alpha male. Let's listen on because Gergen then really starts to lambaste Trump and really goes after him. I got the very clear impression tonight, and I think it's been reinforced in the last few days, what he is looking for is a national security team to whom he's going to entrust most of the stewardship of American foreign policy abroad, and what he's going to do is focus here at home. He's going to be the most domestic president we've had, I certainly think, in the last 40 or 50 years. And he's going to do it in his pugilistic, narcissistic way. He's not going to change. Uh, here's his agenda. He's not moving away from it. Uh, uh, and you can, if you don't like it, that's tough, you know, because he's in charge. And, and he has a lot of support in the Congress. And that kind of speech will fire up his base, and it's going to leave a lot of other people. I knew I didn't like the son of a bitch. Aha. Uh-huh. So the truth comes out. Gergen's, <clears throat> excuse me, Gergen was never an objective observer. Never. Hated Trump from the beginning. Why? He's an alpha male. That's number one. He doesn't like that Trump is pugilistic. Ah. Trump fights for what he believes in. I'm pugilistic. I'm happy to get in and tangle up and box with someone if I believe in something. I'm happy to debate. I'm happy to back my position. I'm happy to stand my ground. Ah, but being pugilistic is not good. He's going to do it his way. Oh, he's going to do it his way. That means he's going to be decisive. He's not going to be afraid to tangle it up. I do it my way, you do it your way. What's wrong with that? But you see, the way they want it is to be a pacifist, to be what they call presidential. Let let me translate what presidential means. It means be a beta male, be wussified, and believe in this globalistic view, the view that America isn't great and shouldn't be supreme over other countries. Well, we are. And I'm not a fraud. We aren't right now. But under Trump, we will be. We will be back. We will make America great, and we will restore our rightful place in the world. But this nonsense that Gergen goes after him, I don't care that he calls him a son of a bitch. Who cares? I call Obama a son of a bitch all the time. Well, he is. Can't stand him. Go see what I I, uh, had on Facebook and Twitter as Air Force One was coming into the Cigar City earlier this week when he went to uh, have a, a, uh, a speech down at Central Command, a revisionist historical speech. But I want a president that has conviction. I like Donald Trump, and I voted for Donald Trump because, number one, he is an alpha male. Number two, he is decisive. And number three, I want a president that is pugilistic, that is going to fight for America first and fight for the American people instead of rolling over 
like a like a beta dog and letting every other country pick off our carcass. So as far as I'm concerned, I am 100% in agreement with Donald Trump. He should be pugilistic. He should be an alpha. And David Gergen didn't like it. And it is too damn bad. The truth comes out. All right, don't forget, Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th makes a great holiday gift. We are not far away from... Hanukkah and Christmas, two weeks away, great a, a gift, whether it's Hanukkah, whether it's Christmas. In fact, what I would do is let your buy a ticket for your husband if you want to come down or if you want his mistress or would you like his harem to come with him, whatever. Buy him a ticket to the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Cigar City of Tampa. It will be a fantastic day. It's going to be a day of Fantastic cigars. You walk in, you're going to get a great Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase computer pouch, nice uh, Cordura type of bag, and in it you will see a special J.C. Newman Premium Diamond Crown Cigar Pleasure Pack, five cigars, including a new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown. You will also get samplings of fantastic spirits from Woodford Reserve and Old Forster and Jack Daniels, Gentleman Jack. Plus, we have some cool Irish whiskeys that we will be sampling. Correction, Scotch whiskeys. We'll have great brews from Dunedin Brewing. We'll have a fantastic, humongous buffet. You cannot go wrong. Carnivore Station, lots of food fit for the alpha male. We also have some VIP suites for eight. Only two are remaining. All the info and tickets at CigarDave.com makes a great gift. That is Saturday, February 4th, 2017. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Lieutenants, Cigar Dave the General saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Death to the D.C. bureaucratic swamp. Make America great again. Alpha, Alpha, Alpha. <laughs>